0: Ladies and gentlemen, w- w- welcome to the Chips and Bits Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Myers, and with me as always is... Matthew Anderson. And today, 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 and today only, and never in the future, and never again, we're going to be talking about video games in particular. Wait, one wait, video what? game, Hyperlight Drifter. What? Well, no. I mean, like, never talk about this game again. Oh, okay, yeah. That's actually a lie. We might actually talk about it. <laughs> like, in reference to... Hey, remember when this blank was kind of like Hyperlight Drifter? Yeah. yeah. Hey,
1: remember that terrible intro you did on that Hyperlight Drifter
0: game? Uh, no, huh. no, that's weird. I don't actually remember that. Okay. Chips and Bits podcast. Mm-hmm. Just a, a little bit of housekeeping up front here. We have a Patreon. You can go to our website, which is chips-and-bits.com. The worst URL in the country. Sorry. Um, uh, we also have iTunes reviews. We'd like none of you review us uh, anymore. It hurts me a little. And Matt's just moved forward. Not so much. Yeah, and he's just moved forward. Uh, but if you could do that, we'd appreciate it. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, We'd also good. appreciate it if we could do this full-time. That would just be so dumb and amazing <laughs> at the same time. Mm-hmm. dumb amazing, dumb amazing. Yeah. How's that for a fucking intro? I did, like, tagline. I sold some stuff. Yeah. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Delicatus. <laughs> Delicatus sandwiches, the most delicious sandwiches in the Pioneer Square area. It's not, though. It's not. No, they didn't pay anything, so they're not associated <laughs> with this. But they do have good sandwiches. Yeah, delicious. Let's talk about Hyperlite Drifter, Matt. Let's do it. Hyperlight Drifter, and that's our show once again. This is the of Beats podcast. Uh, did you kickstart this game? I did because I looked at the what they were doing and it was like, "This looks very pretty." Yeah, I did too. One might say this is really gorgeous-looking art direction. One might say that. Yeah yeah, 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 and it totally was. Yeah, it was actually. It was very pretty. The game was phenomenally good-looking, mm-hmm.
1: uh, and like not just good-looking. It's uh, you know, it harkens back to the old, 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 platformer, 2D top-down Zelda-style games,
0: and it felt really like interesting. Most games don't play like that anymore. Star Wars, it, uh, all, games like this, the vector graphics, I think, it, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they always remind me of that one adventure game from the 80s that was well ahead of its time. It was about the guy trapped in the cage with the weird space creatures. Do you know what I'm talking? It's made by some French dude. Wow, I don't have any recollection of that. Yeah, I'll put it in the notes once I yeah, Google it. But it's a really beautiful game, and it, and like when it came mm-hmm. out, compared to what was out there, there was nothing like it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to figure out what it is. Now, ironically, this game looks retro it as does, it comes yeah. out,
1: <laughs> and there's nothing like it. Yeah, uh, I also really enjoyed uh, outside of just the styling of the game looked looked cool. I, I really got, um, I, I was in touch with the story behind it. The guy whose uh, primary uh, development on the game and sounds like came up with a concept uh, has this genetic heart condition Yeah. the whole story about the game is based off of kind of like this telling or feeling of his life and the Thread. thing that he lives with all the time yeah and you can tell like it comes through in the game the whole feeling and the vibe there's not a whole lot that, that gets spoken or said and there's nothing that gets spoken there's or said nothing in, that gets <laughs> in spoken. the game
0: we don't even get like a banjo in because we be... <laughs> that's <laughs> not true you get <laughs> sure. yeah. when, when people don't want to talk to
1: you, they Rup. just go. Merm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I thought that was really cool, and um, I don't know exactly how big of a role uh, he played in both the, the art and the development and all the different aspects. But it's a very cohesive.
0: He did have a team. It was a small team, but it was his vision originally. It's,
1: it's super super cohesive approach to the game. The pixel art's amazing.
0: The music's amazing. I the mean, look's right off amazing. the bat, this game was so fucking great. Yeah, I loved playing this game. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the story at all. I mean, I have some guesses. I have some vague notions of it. There's a dog <laughs> who's like a god. Yeah, I think he's. I uh, mean, I guess like. An... I did some Googling afterwards oh, to really? see if anyone else came up with any theories. I, well, I, my theory was, yeah, that it was a dog
1: god. So I don't know if it's Anubis or whatever he actually is, or whether it's some take on it, it just happens to be close to the Egyptian metaphor. Uh, but yeah, there's some planet and there's some dog god. And I think. I think the planet has already been destroyed and you're this hyper light drifter guy and you were sent to retrieve this special omen from the middle of the earth, but you couldn't capture it the first time and it resulted in the planet being blown up like a nuclear explosion somehow. It doesn't really say why, but then you get brought back to life by this dog god yeah, and told it's still there. You can still go do it. You can still save the planet. Right.
0: Uh, This is all... This is, you get it through pictures and a lot of, that's it. It was really interesting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't always exactly clear. Uh, But I wouldn't say it was bad storytelling. It was just almost, it it wasn't, well, I guess it wasn't clear storytelling. So by nature, it's not very good storytelling, but. Well, no, let's, hold on, hold on. Let's be be clear.
1: There are literally no instructions in this game. Yeah. None. Yeah. Like there's word pictures sometimes. Yeah. You have to kind of figure out. But otherwise, they just throw you in the middle of the thing and they're like, here you go.
0: Which is your favorite kind of situation. Yes. Except for The Witcher 3. Uh, no, that wasn't why. But okay. yeah.
1: Um, no, so I, I will say that th- I did have some initial frustrations with just figuring out where am I supposed to go and what, what exactly am I supposed to be doing. Obviously, hack and slashing and fighting was obvious and a core component of the game. Right. But you're also collecting these things and it's not sure you're not sure what do these things do versus these other things I'm collecting. How many do I need to get before I'm gonna progress? Do I unlock things? It's all of that not explained to you and you have to figure it out.
0: It's interesting because at first it appears like you're playing just a Zelda game where you can right. just destroy plants and then once you get to more than two bad guys, yeah. you realize that you're playing something of a strategy yeah. tactical game. Yeah. Almost Dark Souls-esque, if you will.
1: And it's uh, that's a perfect segue into discussing how difficult this game is as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was difficult. I didn't think it was as difficult as, as Sold though. Oh, no, no, no. Different yeah. type of game. But right. it, this is mostly... It, it is hard just... It's challenging. The... You feel rewarded, and it takes... Multiple tries sometimes to do something.
1: Yeah, and the thing that was interesting for me is it's hard when you remember games being hard when you were a kid, and then now you now you've grown up, and there's a different. Arguably, there's a yeah. we are doing a video <laughs>
0: game podcast in my basement.
1: <laughs> there's a different sort of difficulty with games these days. Yeah, and. This was that true, you have to learn all of the enemies. Yep. You have to learn what their movement patterns are. Yep. And essentially, it's a game of anticipation. You have also, to anticipate when you're supposed to move and do things, and that's very difficult.
0: I felt like once you got in the rhythm with the normal people, like the normal like the normal villains, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, it, it got easier as it went along. It just got easier to get through areas. Yeah. But the bosses almost oh my every gosh. time were incredibly well done. Yeah. All very different styles, mm-hmm. and so hard. Yeah, like excruciatingly hard. But so fun. It never felt like. This is why I think Dark Souls. Maybe you should give it a chance. It's like I've tried it. I know, but it never feels like. Um, I mean, I, I've tried it too, but I've never really played through. It. But I like it. I like the idea of it. Well, so here's here's part of what makes the Hyperlight Drifter bosses and that
1: kind of difficulty fun, is that. Y- some of the bosses I probably died, no joke. I probably died 30 times. Right. Before completing the boss. Right. But you die and then you're immediately resurrected right before the boss. That's true. Okay, I'm going to go fight this boss again. You try. Difference you between try that and, try and try. Dark, Soul is Dark they Souls. They start is you off like,
0: like, like 3 3 hours <laughs> behind. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, way back in but the beginning of game the level. But you get to gain more experience.
1: Yeah, but it's stupid. I mean, who You're stupid. Unless you're a masochist who wants to really do that. Uh, I am a masochist. Right, which is why you're interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, but the bosses were,
0: wow, real uh, hard. The, so when Matt was starting out, he was having trouble figuring out. I don't know why I felt specifically guided to the north. I feel like I talked to someone and they told me to go north because there's four there, north, south, east, and, east and west mm-hmm. are the areas. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Probably the dungeons is a better way to describe yes. it. Yes, yes. And uh, I just went north because something guided me there. But Matt just kind of went anywhere.
1: So that's not entirely true i've've I've gone back in time and I've rethought about how this happened, yeah, and I know what took place. okay. What took place was because I was so interested in this game and I kickstarted it, when it first came out, I played it right away. I wanted to see like you know, I was oh, this is a game that I kickstarted years ago. I want to see what it's like. Yeah, so I put it in. I played it one evening for about two hours, and I think I paid a lot more attention to the start of the game that time through. I went north the first time I played it, right. Then months went by. I've deleted the game. We were going to podcast about it, so I never played through it. Right. I came back to it, had to start over from scratch. Right. And all I thought to myself was, well, I know what the north looks like, so I'm going to try a different oh, direction.
0: Oh, so it was your, you're, you're an idiot.
1: Yeah, I just I don't yeah. think I paid as close attention to the guides.
0: Yeah, because li- was, that was it, though. Once that happened, uh, we, you and I actually relied on each other for guidance on where to go. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, Which was cool, because well, we usually can't well, you talk that you much about couldn't games. couldn't go to the south. No, it was, it was Until yeah, the end. locked off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we have rules, which is really funny. Like him uninstalling it, we knew when we know we we're going to podcast about something, even if we're excited to play it, we'll push it off so we can get mm-hmm. the podcast game done. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of those that got pushed off. Yep. Unlike XCOM 2. <laughs> Constantly pushed off. Constantly pushed off. It's off this year's schedule now, isn't it? Yeah, we, it? Just, bumped yeah, we it. just bumped it. <laughs> XCOM two two thousand eighteen yeah maybe the expansion will be out by then if they have one maybe
1: we'll have an expansion
0: podcast yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> on our Patreon <laughs> support us now yeah um they uh they, it was so it was challenging to figure out where to go but the, I went to the north first and uh, went through it all I thought it was I thought it was just instantly lovable like instantly I enjoyed the combat the speed mm-hmm. it was tough I could see the strategy you have a gun. That ammo is based on how much you hit people. So in order to recharge ammo, you hit people. Mm -hmm. I found my favorite gun, which was like this charged up laser gun. Yeah. Oh, was Was so the wait the rifle? Uh,
1: It might have been. I don't remember. Has an aim a reticle and
0: stuff? Uh, It didn't have a reticle. It just shot. Hmm. Interesting. Um, And then I went around and uh, I don't know. And once you get to the boss, the the first boss, you're just like this. It just looked. It was just looked amazing. Yeah, it's, if, it's 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 really beautiful. We'll have lots of posts in the notes and stuff. If you if you don't know, I mean, about not this a lot because I'm doing the notes this time. Are you really? Yeah, we talked about that. Oh we, well, I thought we'd trade off. Bon appetit, listeners. Yeah, so there's not going to be many notes. There's <laughs> going to be three notes, <laughs> but lots of them will be most pictures. of which will just link to <laughs> other people's entire YouTube walkthroughs yeah, of the game. Pictures and videos. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hopefully, uh, you've at least heard about this game if not seen if you haven't though, I mean, like, you, it's hard to describe the because you can't just say pixel art. You know, with most games, you'd be like, yeah. Voxel.
0: It's pixel art. Voxel art is what it is.
1: You know, because then that makes you think of like Fez and some of the other recent right. games where it's like they did this wonderful sort of
0: thing. Fez. Yeah.
1: But this is different. This is a stylized version of that that somehow feels like a modern video game, but doesn't look like a modern
0: video game at all. Just a real pause there. Can you give a one word review of Fez? Blech. Yeah. Mine is, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Maybe it'd be like, ugh. Yeah, it was like, it's like, uh, uh, yeah. uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a very, uh, soft poop turning into yeah. a, something much bigger. Um, so what else?
1: Uh, I think one other thing that'd be kind of easy to skip over accidentally about this game that I want to make sure I mentioned was I, I would bet if I was trying to even envision making a game like this, uh, that has so much, so, so many aspects of figuring out maps and picking up certain numbers of collectibles before you can unlock different areas, Yeah. backtracking, you know, the whole Metroid problem. Yeah. That trying to structure it in a way that the pacing doesn't become either monotonous or confusing right. would be really difficult. And other than the lack of instruction in the beginning of the game, I thought that the pacing of this game, how you go through the different levels each time how you progress, that they made it... Challenging, even though you were doing the same thing in each of the four areas, was really well done. Like
0: I yeah, I felt really it was really fun playing it from start to finish. Totally. Um, and another thing that they did really well was how they took the different sort of systems from other games. Mm-hmm. So there's like a store, but the store is for upgrades for who you are, and you you are so limited in mm-hmm. what you can get. Like yep. multiple playthroughs, you can probably try other strategies, but um, there's things like you can go through the whole thing without having a grenade, which yeah. would have been a stupid mistake because the grenades are fucking the grenades awesome. Are pretty cool, yeah. Uh, and you could have just boosted your attack and your defense, um, and just upgraded your pistol. But you have to find these little secret pieces, and you have to find a fucking lot of them yeah, to get upgrades. A bunch. It's so much, but they're really hidden cleverly. Although they do do some of that bullshit hidden wall thing where there's no real way to actually know. And sometimes you incidentally find a place. There's always a way. Well, there's usually like some sort of graphic path or something. There's like a tiny... The, there was one where I got pushed like by one of, by a moving block into it. And I'm like, oh, I guess I found a fucking secret. Yeah, there, there's a couple of them just to like uh, try and
1: describe how subtle some of these are. There's there's a couple of the secret paths where you you wouldn't go over to this wall. And the wall is a straight line. But then there's
0: four pixels, right? Where it's like it's one pixel in. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the marker. Or they play with the camera a little bit. Yeah. Like there's an edge clearly, and the camera's not moving there, but you can sort of see a little thing, so you you can jump. Yeah. You, can, you, you take the leap. See, of you faith. glide really. Yeah. Which I did a lot and and died a lot yeah. because I was like maybe no <laughs> no, <laughs> but every but it rewarded enough where I'd be like maybe yes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I have to fight through like seven guys and then die and then try it again. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sh- not sure what else. What else? Let's talk about the boss to the east, the sword guy. Uh, okay, I thought
1: actually thought west, the
0: west, not yeah. the frog. Yeah,
1: not the frog. I thought the east Although was the frog looked fucking easier than the north. Crazy. Really?
0: Yeah, I walked I just kind of oh walked straight through it. I thought the 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 fucking west swordsman was crazy hard. He was so fast. He no, was no, I'm fast. Saying, f- I'm saying the east. The I thought the
1: east was easier than the north. Yes, the frog guy was the easiest. But West, yeah, the guy from the West
0: was... was insane. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was one of the hardest bosses I've ever fought. Yeah, well, I had a really hard time with the final boss. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I don't know why I had an easy time. Because
1: I remember you saying, like, yeah, I just beat it. And I was like,
0: wow. And then I played... Took me, like, four tries. I played it that night and couldn't finish it. Yeah, it took me, like... No, Well, it didn't take me four tries. It took me about ten tries. Yeah, I probably died... At least four. I picked up the strategy and just was able to go. It was maybe what I upgraded with that just made it so easy.
1: Yeah, I just could not. Especially the uh, uh, the attack where he would drop things from the sky. You know, that's a typical boss pattern. You yeah. have to move out of the way. No, this you, was you like, can kill them. What do you mean? Those things that drop that then explode. You no, know, not in the dark. They have the dark. Yeah. Mode. This is gonna, <laughs> no one's no, gonna have ex, any idea ex, what we're talking okay, about. Okay, so yeah. So you do damage to him. Yeah. And once you take away a certain amount of damage, he flips into a... You know, it's like a boss stake. fight. It's yeah. like Ganon. It's like a boss fight, yeah. yeah. So the whole level goes dark. And then he drops these uh, four... Uh, Triangles. Yeah. And you have to try and get around to find... them. But you're in the dark, and they kind of move not typically. Oddly. Yeah. So you have to try and get to them. And the more of them you can destroy while it's dark, the less when it flips to light, the less explosions happen. Yeah. yeah. But then there's also a, a period where um, uh, he would basically... Right before that would happen, he would face a certain way and blast out this laser that would just destroy half of the map. And you had to be either on top or behind him or below or behind him. And it depended on which way he faced. And he would sometimes, because he was in a corner, he would turn at the very last minute. And so I'd be like dashing over to get to where he was after avoiding the explosions.
0: Oh. I figured, and you would turn, and I'd be like, fuck, I'm on the bottom. Oh, gosh. Just I figured him. out how to manipulate that right away. Yeah, Just where to be that. exactly. And like that never got to me. Huh. The yeah. thing that ended up killing me the most was mostly when he shot from the center of himself, because I would be up and attacking really aggressively. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I had the three three jumps, the three yep. charge, I and I had the hit back thing. Did you have the hit back yes. thing? Yes. That helped a lot. That helped, because you could throw, throw like, 7,000 missiles yeah. back at him. Yeah. <laughs> um but it was really fun it was very there was a lot of like ganon-esque things in this game mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of zelda yeah. in this game for yeah. sure but, speaking of are you gonna get a switch and play zelda i don't know i'll play yours and try it out all right that'd be interesting this would be nintendo would be brought in the podcast for the, for first, the first time, time. yeah and then we have to look at the rules yeah. or like <laughs> what can we say and not say using their <laughs> fucking games um
1: yeah uh what else what else the
0: town, the design of that town was amazing. Well,
1: everything about, I mean, yeah. I don't know if we can say enough about the
0: design of this game. I mean, the the only problem I had with this game was that the storytelling was unclear. It mm-hmm. was interesting, though. I, I And once you got into the rhythm of it, like this game is like, once you get into the rhythm of it, you start figuring more and more things out. And that also included the storytelling.
1: Yeah. Like, basically, you go to a new zone. Because the like, first okay. one, you're like, what the fuck yeah. is this? You're like, okay, I'm gonna look for some character. Yeah. Not gonna know who they are. Well,
0: there was another drifter, Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah.
1: And they're gonna tell me, they're gonna show me a story about where the boss is and what he's done to their family or something. But uh, yeah. They're not gonna really tell me what it is. But you'd there'd be this cadence, you know. Uh-huh. And then I'm gonna see the Dog God, and he's gonna lead me to this other drifter who's gonna give me a secret, and then I'm gonna collect things, and then I'm gonna find a boss.
0: So apparently, there's a bunch of hidden things where you can unlock this like codex that can translate some of the, the scribbles in the game, and it explains more of the story. Are those the little glyphs? I think so. I yeah. I yeah, agree. that's the kind of thing you just got to look up online
1: because they don't. They're not tracked. It's that not m- I, the other collectibles. They'll keep track of it. I could not find
0: them. those glyphs. I oh, I found n- a ton of them. I have no idea where they are. I found. Were you able to open a door for one of them? No. Yeah. No, There's no, a I couple mean... doors with them on it. Really? Yeah. You're talking about those little like pieces, right? Oh no no
1: no. The pieces. I got all of those. The and... gold pieces. So, yeah, so there's the gold bits.
0: Right, what you got for upgrades. You got all of them? You got those? those
1: for upgrades. No, I didn't get all of them. Yeah. And then there's the, um, the triangles. Yeah. Uh, that you pick up, and you need to get three of them right. to unlock the door that leads to, to every the boss, boss,
0: and then you get four. Uh,
1: and then you can collect up to eight in each area, and there's a special door in each area that require all eight to open. Really? Yes. Did you do that? I did that in two of the areas.
0: So you, I, I had no idea that there's eight triangles.
1: There's eight triangles to make a square. Man, this game. Uh, the only things I found behind those doors, one time I found a gun, a weapon. The other time it was just, you know, a lot of ammo and a lot of bits and collectibles. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is there's this other collectible. Right. Those actually tracked, open doors. And there are these wooden statues with hieroglyphs on them. Or not wooden, sorry, stone tablets. Yeah. And you, uh, you read them, and it goes, and there's these markings that come up on them. Uh, and then that's it. The only thing that happens. That, uh, those markings
0: I've, are translatable.
1: Okay, yeah. So I have no idea what those do. Yeah. You don't, they, they're not tracked in your HUD anywhere, like the rest of those things. I have no idea how many I found, but I found several of them. Yeah. I don't know how many you need to find, and I don't know what they
0: do. Yeah. Uh,
1: Which kind of is apo, <laughs> because that's kind of what this game is like. You don't really know what anything does.
0: Yeah, but I don't <laughs> feel like I missed out on anything. No, I mean I obviously missed out on things, but yeah. I I feel like if I didn't have a gun or I didn't get the full story, the game was still fucking great. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, it, like you can play with your original dash and your original gun, and you can do just fine. It's really hard, but you I don't can do think that. you can play with that. Jesus yeah, you.
0: Christ, can. Some of those bosses are so hard. Have you done it? I particularly no, tried haven't. one boss. Oh yeah, yeah beating them. With was the it pistol. the one? Was it the frog? It was. Yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> easy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you can do it. Each area has its own little story, too, I was reading about, which is really cool, like how the frogs rose up and murdered all the people in the area.
1: Yeah. Well, and then the south has the the rats or whatever, the lizards. That yeah, yeah,
0: that discovered the, like, hidden thing. <laughs> yeah. And then the north has the birds that w- the you essentially kill the priest. Mm-hmm. And there's one bird, like, protecting the rest of the yeah. eggs because they killed all the kids. Yeah. I mean, it's bleak. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all of it's oh, terrible. Man. And part of what it, the... Uh, thing is that there's these giants i don't even know how they fit in the giant robot things i think those are the race that destroyed the planet and ha- c- created the device yeah
1: um which led to whoever this d- dark creature is that you're that you're fighting in the end that's
0: yeah uh but they have the best artwork and there's bodies there's corpses of them yeah. in each area
1: yeah I, so i think it's their technology they created and the problem is that it created this dark crystal force a dark crystal and that's why you're going to destroy it because this dark force is taking over the world
0: that entity has a name
1: which entity the the dark
0: what's what's the last bad guy's name i have no idea it has it has a name and it's like uh fear or something like that yeah it's i'm sure really generic yeah
1: um we'll put it in the notes no, maybe <laughs> I'm just, I'm doing what you do to me, which is dropping things in the middle of the podcast that when I listen to it again, I have to make sure that I find that one thing you mentioned at that yeah. time code so that I can put You're right. Maybe you
0: should do the notes <laughs> this time. Maybe that's still your job. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. What else? Is there anything you didn't like? So there was the lack of instruction. I didn't mind the, the lack of instruction. That no, didn't that bother was, me. That was mine. Yeah. Yours was the kind of how the storytelling took place. Was there right. anything else that you'd kind of...
0: But it wasn't super problematic. I no. Like, it wasn't like, oh, the story, you know. It wasn't like a really great mechanical JRPG with a JRPG story in it. Where you're just like, ugh. Right. Let's get to the really weird battle system, please.
1: I, I guess another thing worth pointing out um, would be I didn't have any weird glitches or map issues. Nope,
0: this game worked perfectly. I
1: mean, this game was flawless Yeah, from an from a experience standpoint. I, yeah. didn't, I, mean, also, I ran myself we did, off of ledges. But...
0: We did come into it much later after it's been patched several times yeah but if you're listening to this and you're considering it you also will have that advantage yeah absolutely. like another thing it didn't used to be 60 frames per second it used to be 30 and really? so they upped the fps for oh, wow. pc yeah huh yeah so that actually got patched in in december so right around before we started playing so Excellent. we got a pretty good experience there
1: yeah, that sounds great
0: matt got a new tv you didn't play drifter on this new tv did you I sure did yeah yeah were you playing it in 4k yeah oh man how did it look <laughs> great yeah yeah very pixely one day <laughs> One day. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the only complaints that I can, I mean, that just yeah. that one And it's complaint. such a
0: small game. There's not really much more at length we can go into about like specific mechanics that it's really just hit and shoot and dodge. Those are the three mechanics that get like moved around.
1: Yeah. And then every time you get an upgrade, it kind of builds on that mechanic. So right. you can upgrade your dash so that your dash actually reflects things. Yep. Or that you can chain them together. It's you,
0: incredibly simple, but yeah. then it's made, inc- it's very strategic.
1: Yeah. It's great. It's a great
0: game. Yeah. I'm so glad I backed it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it's as good as I thought it would be. I hope uh, they make more games. It. Yeah. The, should no it. 4, <laughs> you should play it. Yeah. Everyone should play It's no Gears 4, but
1: you should play it. It's relatively quick, too. It's challenging, but um, you, you can- Probably about co- 10 hours. I'd say, yeah. 10, ten hours-ish.
0: Mostly because of all the dying.
1: You die a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Mostly because of all the dying.
1: It's very, the, the only game I could think of where I had that level of determination, like joyful determination, uh, was Super Meat Boy. That's the last game I've played that was this kind of hard. And The
0: Witness. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. But I haven't been able to finish that game because someone won't podcast about it. Not
0: going to do it. Don't blame me. <laughs> Who else would I blame? Yeah. Well, yourself for not finishing the game. No, I mean, I will finish it. Yeah. But don't be like, I can't finish it because Kenny won't no, podcast it. I will about finish it. it. It's just, yeah. Annoying. I'm not a billionaire because Matt won't podcast about <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 15. Anyways, Hyperlight Drifter's great. Yeah, you, you should play it. You should. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next game is Doom. 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 Yeah. Uh, that should be pretty fun. Yeah. Or not.
1: You'll have to wait and find. Matt out. and
0: I have gotten really good about not sharing our opinions. Yep. Now it's like unfortunate because all i want to do is talk to the person i talk to video games about about the video games i'm playing but then it wouldn't be a surprise and then i have to save it for you assholes yep yeah it's Um, worth it it's worth it speaking of you assholes uh if you support us on patreon you do actually get something now you do? Yeah, we came up with an idea. Whether or not it's a benefit, mm, arguable. Very arguable. Uh, but we are putting up episodes that aren't on the site that we recorded, and sometime in the future we'll put up the uh, Mass Effect episode we recorded. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, oh Yeah. yeah, that's different. So we have the well, Which Matt and
0: I both agreed was the worst episode we've ever done. You
1: can't even call them previously unreleased episodes, because we did actually release them. Right. They're the episodes that started the podcast. Right. But they were so bad. Yeah. And that the we, format, we just didn't have this format down. Yeah. We totally changed the format, and we took those offline. And, because we hated them. Because we disliked them. And everything you see on the website and on the stream is from that point forward. So these are yeah. previously released and deemed to be not releasable. And we're releasing those. <laughs> uh,
0: another thing you can do as a Patreon is tell us uh, what games you might want us to play, which we're totally open to. Yeah. And in fact, someone suggested one uh, recently. Yeah. And we're gonna. Matthew, woo. Yeah, we're gonna throw it into uh, October schedule. It yeah, should be fun. I think it's gonna
1: be a Halloween podcast. yeah, yeah. for a Halloween game.
0: And we're also considering doing, uh, recording us playing some stuff and filming stuff, but we're still working that out, and no promises on any of this. No. No, we are, I am an incredibly lazy person, and Matt's very busy. Promises, though, that we will be very appreciative and and love you to death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't really need the Patreon money, we just like the vindication. Yeah. Yeah. Makes us feel good about our choices. It's like an ego (laughs) thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So make us feel good about our choices. And Hyperlight Drifter is definitely worth playing. Mm-hmm. And you have yourself a great month. Yeah, please do. And we'll be back for Doom. Yep. Which may or may not be a great game. You'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a little erection thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> Victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whether or not that erection is an opinion, we'll just have to wait and see. Next month on the Chips and Pass Podcast is getting his erection because of the <laughs> video game or just because Matt titillates it. Uh, and with that, we love you and we'll talk to you next month. See you later. And God bless America. Nothing? You're Canadian. No, I mean really, he should. <laughs> well, <laughs> he should at least do something. <laughs> Bye.